Hello, my name is Gary Shotton. I'm here in uh, Guadalajara, Mexico. We're about to get on a plane to go back home. We've been uh, teaching on entrepreneurship to a conference, and uh, today I'd like to talk to you about uh, the subject of the Olympics and draw a few analogies from the Olympics. And uh, hopefully, this will be uh, entertaining and not too noisy in the background. So we'll see what happens. Uh, so um, <clears throat> I um, watched just recently the Olympics in Rio of 2016 ended and I was amazed at the dedication of these athletes and how hard they worked and how dedicated they were. I mean these are youngsters and many times younger people that are not sleeping in till like 8 in the morning. They're up at 5.30 and 6 or earlier and they're going through rigorous training for months and months and years. I mean their life is on the line as far as their goals for life and that's the Olympics. And so I look at my situation and I ask myself, am I working hard enough to be successful? I mean, I want to be an average business or do I want to be an Olympic level business? You know, that's something that's just a personal thing. I'm never suggesting that you uh, be so dedicated that you harm the relationship you have with your spouse or your children or other things that are important to you. But at the end of the day, TV and uh, other sporting events and other things that you might want to do might have to set on the shelf if you're going to be really, really, really good. Are you dedicated? Number two, you better know the rules. As a dad, some 25 years ago, my oldest, my youngest son was very good in World Cup football. Of course, we called it soccer in the United States, but we'll call it World Cup football just to distinguish that from American football. Now, as a youngster all the way through, he practiced hard, he made the teams, and he made what's called the classic team. I had to learn the rules. Uh, as a dad, I wasn't raised playing real competitive, real football like that. And I had some rules where I misunderstood. For example, the out-of-bounds line. I was under the understanding, I was thinking, that when the ball touches the line, surely it's out-of-bounds. No, 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 no. When the ball is completely outside and over the line, even to the point just a sliver of the non-line on the outside of the field, not including the line, like a piece of green, can be seen, it's out-of-bounds. So I was out there yelling at the ref and everybody shut me down because that was not a bad call. That was the right call. Now, what's the, how's that relate? Well, in business, do we know the rules? Are you sure you understand your financial statements? Do you understand your customer? Do you understand your quality? Do you understand your production uh, expectations? If you're in the service business, do you really know your customers? Are you surveying your customers? Are you asking them what they want? Are you mobile? Are you changing? I mean, the rules in our case keep changing. Now, in, in World Cup football, they don't change that much. But in our case, we better be up on the rules related to our business and be willing to change and implement new things as necessary. Now, let's talk about the referees. Our referees in any, any sport are important. And one of the important things is that they do not alter the game and certainly not the score of the game. That means they need to know where they are supposed to be positioned at all times as the, as the field goes back and forth. No one's going to stay at the far end. Uh, where there's no ball. They're going to come down where the ball is, but each of the referees, each of the linesmen knows exactly where they're supposed to be. And in one particular case, uh, I don't know who it was, I don't know what game it was, but this referee was clearly out of place in the wrong spot. 
and the guy that shot on goal actually hit the referee. Now, if it was out in the middle of the field, the referee is neutral territory. You just keep playing. But this was a mistake. I mean, the grandstands went into an uproar. I'll bet you this guy lost his job. I'll bet he's no longer refereeing because it was that big a deal. Well, the referees should assure that the game is being played fairly, that the rules are maintained, and they should facilitate the speed of the game that, and not interrupt it. They should not be playing in the game. They should not affect it. Well, here's how government should be, in my opinion. Our government should not, we should not be looking to our government to bail out in, in a regular basis uh, companies that had bad business. We should not be looking to our government uh, for major subsidies. I know what happens. We should be looking to our government to basically, like in football, stay out of the way. Don't mess with this and don't mess it up because I want a consistent operation. I want you to, to uh, enforce the rules in a fair way so that I'm competing with other people in my city, in my state, and in the world, and I have the chance to compete with a fairness that the, the government, in this case, will maintain and not, not, not fall down on their job. That's how I see the government. And I would ask that they, they really stay out of business and whatever they do. Things like, uh, you know, health. I'm sitting here in front of a, a, a restaurant and, you know, we should have the government involved. They're not affecting the game, if you want to call it that. When they have uh, health inspections and food inspections, they're not affecting the game in many cases. But other ways, they tend to get in and mess us up. Now, let's talk about the scoreboard. Almost every sport, including World Cup football, has a score. And the score is what goes down in history, which is archived, which is is remembered. And so whatever that score might be, two to one or three to zero, I mean, we will remember that if you're that's your you're that sports fan and there's some kind of a of a of a uh, special season to that game, then you might remember that score for five years. But there's a lot of sub scores. There's a lot of shots on goal. There's a lot of uh, uh, stops stops on a shot on goal. That's a sub score. There's a lot of uh, if the ball was basically turned uh, turned uh, from offense to defense and we scored on that. There's rules. How many red cards and yellow cards? I mean, there's other sub score, but none of those have the weight. None of those have the value. None of them are lasting like the actual final score. Now those subscores can be indicators. You can know you can learn a lot by watching subscores. So in my case in business, we're always looking at the subscore. We're wondering how many on-time deliveries we had, how many uh, non-conformance, which was basically means scrap or bad parts. What's our percentage of of of, of uh, run times that ran over the estimate? Why did we run over the estimate? Do we log that? Yes, we try to log that to get better. But ultimately, the score is profit. Without profit, we're not a for-profit business. And we need to be constantly aware that the score, the final score, the big score, the ultimate score is did we make a profit? Did we make a profit that month? Normally not less than that. Did we make a profit in the last three months? I typically look at profit uh, every every month, yes or no, did we make a profit, how much? I'm not worried if we lost some money one month, but I sure look harder the next month because if we lose money two months in a row, then we're already talking about it just a little bit. 
we're already talking about what would we do because if we lose money three months in a row, you better believe I'm making some changes. I'm going to make sure we are a for-profit and profitable business because what am I going to do? I, I, I'm out of business. I continue losing money. So the scoreboard, in my case, in business, and it's my opinion that the scoreboard is consistently the level, the score, how much profit did we make that month, that season, that time. Well, I hope these are beneficial to you. I hope this is uh, uh, easy to understand. I hope you will uh, share these videos with other people. It would really be a blessing to me if you do that uh, because we as an organization want to uh, make these videos free to those that are entrepreneurs, wanting to be entrepreneurs. It's entrepreneurs speaking to entrepreneurs, inspiring better business. Thank you.